everyone. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Weathering the Market. I'm meteorologist Kaylee Carey. And I'm meteorologist Dion DeLeo. And the squeaky noise on the desk was Dion moving Sorry. his sunglasses. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, today we're going to be talking about something that is we kind of always watch for this time of year, and that's that expanding ridge into the Midwest. But, I mean, thankfully, we haven't really been dealing with that at all this season. That's right. So uh, some of you may have remembered, if, if you're frequent listeners or not, or maybe you just happened to catch the episode at the right time, we talked about the uh, the Sonoran Heat Ridge and how it's sitting off the west, keeping everything nice and hot and dry and, you know, not nice at all. Yeah, so, yeah, not great. <laughs> I know, poor desert southwest. But we're starting to see some indications that this Sonoran Heat Ridge is going to eventually start to move a little bit further north and a little bit further east. And that's being seen in the temperature maps and the changes in precipitation that we're seeing come across various model runs. And not so much this week. And this is, once again, take it all with a grain of salt because once you start to look three to four weeks out, there are a lot of variables that go into these model runs. But it is just something that we are starting to pick up on. Will this ridge expand further west? And the implications that it does have on crop projections. What we're really looking at, though, currently what we're seeing is that southwest monsoon season, It used they used to always say it starts in mid-July, but they've actually moved that up into June, so we're actually starting to see rainfall chances increase in the desert southwest, which is great for them. That's right. Uh, so as we mentioned earlier, you know, the area has been excessively dry, stretching from Arizona, New Mexico, the course of the Texas Panhandle, you know, all the, the, the cotton growing that, that goes that takes place up there in, in, in parts of the Panhandle and, and eastern New Mexico. Those areas have been excessively dry. But a lot of the models are now trying to indicate on a decent amount of rainfall over the next several weeks. Of course, by several, I mean about two to three. But uh, still, you know, anything and everything is beneficial at this point. But it could be the, basically those indicators are, well, it's the monsoon. Right, which is so funny because people are always like, there's a southwest monsoon or what is this? So basically what happens is it's a thermal low meaning that it kind of forms over land and it's due to heat. It's because it gets so hot in relation to the water temperature around it that we see this low pressure system start to form over land, winds start to shift, moisture is getting pulled in, rain chances increase for California, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, and they need it. And that's what we're starting to see. So when we see this thermal low develop, it's also though, as I was saying, it's linked to that Sonoran heat ridge or just basically another ridge that's building and it's pushing it further north. And that's what we're looking for, because once that ridge goes further north, that's an indication that warmer temperatures are going further north. And that under ridge, you know, storms have a hard time developing. And that's what a lot of the, you know, the western portion of the Midwest relies on at this time of year for rainfall. That's right. And, you know, as we know, there have been parts of the northern plains already that have been very dry as well. Parts across, or parts of Montana, Wyoming, the course of Dakotas, the Canyon Prairies, those areas have been really dry as well. So as this ridge shifts to the north and even a little bit more to the east and begins to spread to the Midwest, you know, we could potentially see some of that dryness spread into crucial portions of the uh, western Corn Belt that have actually kind of been struggling a little bit already. Yes, exactly. And so I think what we're primarily looking at here will be, you know, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota. Good news is, is that, you know, the same 11, 15 day runs that are showing the heat up in, you know, the north and the west, which is not going anywhere. That's there this week as well. But it's also showing rain chances, you know, still lingering in South Dakota and Nebraska. But things are starting to look 
I guess you could say a little bleak for um, North Dakota and South Dakota. So hopefully this rainfall that's forecasted this week on into next week comes to fruition because they're going to need it. But once again, take this all with a grain of salt. It's a three to four week long range model run showing the ridge starting to move a little bit further, uh, being centered over closer towards, you know, Utah, Wyoming, and Nebraska. So that's right. So, so changes will definitely be possible, um, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, just a heads up, the indicators are there. Yeah. Good news is, though, is that the eastern side of the Corn Belt, my goodness, how much rain, you know. That's uh, right. They've, they've seen ample rainfall across the eastern uh, parts of the Corn Belt, including Illinois, of course, the Ohio Valley, places like that. It's been doing very well for very well. So. Mm -hmm. If only they could share it equally. <laughs> <laughs> and then for now, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, we would love to hear from you. And hopefully you'll tune in next week. Thanks. And now for our input from our market analyst and president of Minuteman Weather, Larry Heitkemper. Hello, everyone. We remain in a, in a pretty strong weather market, weather being the biggest focus, not the only focus. There are, there are some, of course, exports are always an issue and inflation discussions and comments right now are important. But the weather is the main feature. As was mentioned earlier, we've got a heat wave out in the Four Corners area that's been uh, basically moving up north and is now affecting the Pacific Northwest. In fact, uh, it's a, a little known fact probably, but Seattle's only reached 100 degrees twice in their history, and they may they may well reach it in this heat wave. Normally, they get some, some influence off Puget Sound, and they don't usually get that hot, but... Uh, this is an extremely hot air mass. Uh, it's near record temperatures in some areas. So the question, as we brought up earlier, is what's going to happen with it? Well, there are some indications in week three and four, which would match up with pollination for corn and early bloom for beans, that it will move somewhat eastward. And we could have uh, some heat in North Dakota, Nebraska, South Dakota, possibly Minnesota and Iowa. And that would encompass enough of the crop to to probably cause a rally. So we'll have to watch that closely. Of course, we're talking about models three weeks out. The, the next, uh, say, 10 to 14 days look uh, pretty favorable still. And then the spring wheat situation, uh, of course, crop conditions dropped tremendously on Monday. And if this heat does come across, uh, it looks like North Dakota will be right in the bullseye. So we, can, we could have a really, really bad spring wheat crop this year. It's already looking bad, but it could be it could be really really seriously damaged. So that's another thing we have to watch. And I don't think the price rises are are done in in the Minneapolis Wheat Exchange yet. If, if this heat does come across into North Dakota, and that's certainly possible. I'd put the odds on it at probably about sixty percent right now. But it, again, it's out in the two to three week time period. It's not it's not in the immediate time period. So that's about it today. Watch for the weather market. Watch for some possible price recovery due to heat building east over the next two to three weeks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Weathering the Market. We love sharing all this information with you guys. And if you didn't already know, we work for a company called Minuteman Weather, which provides a full range of energy and agricultural weather services. If you would like to sign up for a free trial or request more information, check us out at MinutemanWeather.com. We'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks.